it's a polo. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else that we just don't understand. On today's episode, a romanticism. Sounds fake, but, but okay. okay. to the pod newt 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 um yeah so this week (laughs) so okay hold on we had the idea to talk about this because was it because of an email or was it because someone said like messaged us something or did we just realize that we don't really talk about i think we might have just realized that like we only talk about being ace really yeah or even when we're talking about aromanticism we just say ace you know? Yeah, or, like, we just, we kind of favor aceness, I guess. Yeah. Um, not necessarily because we think it's better, but because it's easier to talk about that way, I think. Yeah, it's just easier to say, like, the ace spectrum, I think. Yeah, and it's also easier because, like, other sexualities, um, because, I mean, everyone has a romantic and a sexual identity, but, like, other sexualities don't tend to differentiate. And so when you're referring yeah. to, like, an orientation, you usually refer to the sexual orientation. Yeah, I guess just kind of, like, to jump right into it. I think people are just, like, talk about sexuality more often than romantic orientation. And, like, some people don't even understand that romantic orientation is different than sexuality. Like, even in the queer community, I would say most people don't know there's a difference. Yeah. To be be honest. No, it's it's a hard one to explain to people. Like, I was explaining to some friends... Um, the four types of sex, um, the four types of attraction. attraction that we went over, like, episodes and episodes ago, and, yeah. like, it was difficult to explain and for them to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's why we it's easier to talk about, because just, like, more people are aware right. of it. And also, like, when, when I talk about my own sexuality, I tend to say both, mm-hmm. because within the ace community, it... I think within this small community, it is important to to say both. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people who do fall under the ace spectrum don't necessarily... F- I would say it's not a majority of people who are arrow ace who are in under the umbrella. Um, what do you mean? If you look at, like, everyone under the ace umbrella, or, like, even everyone who identifies as asexual, mm-hmm. I would say the percentage of those people who also identify as aromantic is not a majority. I mean, it's a solid plurality. I've seen... Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So you know how, like, there's only been one study that remotely relates to asexuality ever? So according to that study, which, granted, I don't necessarily, you know, put it on a pedestal, but... Not agree. um, Yeah. Yeah, that... Um, that found that I want to say it was, like, only 18 or 19 percent of people who, maybe it was something else. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Some study somewhere that probably wasn't super cohesive, um, (laughs) said that it was only, like, 18 or 19 percent of people under the umbrella who identify as both Arrow and Ace. Hmm. And I think part of the reason for that is because people in this community, we kind of, it's important to this community, I think, to, like, educate people about, like, the many different types of 
attraction and like the many different ways that you can feel attraction and like Mm -hmm. what it all means and so I think a lot of people just because there are more terms and because they're able to understand those terms they realize that their romantic and sexual orientations aren't the same Hmm. whereas I mean maybe other queer people or even straight people or people who think they're straight like if they understood those terms better, we might find that more people have differing romantic and sexual orientations. Yeah. That could be totally wrong. <laughs> I don't but know. I just feel that's like just kind of how I perceive it. I'm just I'm surprised to hear you say that you think it's a minority of people that are arrow ace because, mm-hmm. like, looking at the community, it like I just hear the term arrow ace so often that okay. it seems like a majority to me. Yeah, I mean, I also think. It's, you know, although it is also, it's it's easier to talk about sexual orientation, but if you're going to talk about both, it's easier to talk about airways, or it's easier to talk about sexual orientations that, uh, I mean, I guess you can say match the the romantic orientation, because then you can just kind of talk about them both as one. That's true. And then you end up kind of just talking about the sexual orientation, because the romantic orientation is implied. That's true. And I guess, I mean, I do see a lot of people on Tumblr talking about, like, what their relationships are like when they're asexual and, like, what their marriages are like. And I guess there's just, like, not a real proper term for that. Like, there is arrow ace. Yeah. So I guess it's just, like, not as easily recognizable. Yeah. Okay, so I I just Googled it. Based on the 2014 asexual community census data... 25.9% of asexuals are aromantic. Hmm. Um, Yeah, approximately 1% of the human population is asexual, supposedly. Yeah, right. Um, Yeah. But yeah, this is... I want to know how many people answered this. It's giving me percentages, but I want a number. Shout out to the fucking people who said that they were W2F. WTF romantic because relatable. <laughs> um, I want a number. Give me a number. I don't want a percentage. I'm okay. So interesting. Okay, I'm just kind of. Uh, what's the word? I just don't know. My phone just went off of Wi-Fi again, and I don't have any data left. Sorry, because I'm doing it on my phone because Kayla always gets mad that you can hear my typing. It's so loud. <laughs> Um, okay, so the, I'm just, like, skimming this thing, and it says, uh, it looks, they, it looks like aromanticism is far more common among asexuals than among gray A's, demisexuals, or non-aces. So basically, if you're asexual, you're a lot more likely to also be aromantic, but just because you're asexual does not mean you're aromantic. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I can't find a fucking number! Um... To pedal back, like, ten years. Pedal. Do you want to... <laughs> go. Um, <laughs> do you want to define aromanticism, just in case? Uh, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, so the sir... I f- no, I figured out how many people the survey mm-hmm. served. <laughs> no, Sarah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so... Non-aces was 3,330, and aces was 10,880. So that's a decent, that's a decent number. That's a good pool. Like, that's a, that's a lot I of I took people. a survey research class. That's a good you, survey. Kayla's taking so many fucking, she knows way too much shit about surveys. I, mean, I am so passionate about 
about surveys and how the Myers-Briggs is a joke, but we can get Myers-Briggs is a joke. Myers-Briggs is a joke, but also, like, I still enjoy it, so sue me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. For another Um, time. Yeah, so basically 25% of aces are arrow, which is a thing. Sorry, going back to what you just asked. Maybe? (laughs) Okay, so... Aromanticism is when you are not romantically attracted to anyone of any gender. So that's separate from sexual attraction because sexual attraction is like I want to fuck you. I just used I just used my hand as a microphone, but I realized none of you can see it. I just thought you should know. And then and then romantic attraction is like I want to go on dates with you. I want to romance i want to romance you i want to hold your fucking hand i want to kiss your fucking face although then then it starts bleeding into like sexual attraction which may which gets kind of confusing we have a whole episode about it yeah it may not clarify anything but (laughs) you know but you can Um, listen to it you can listen to it i mean if you don't know anything about it 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 will probably enlighten you on something um (laughs) but yeah so romantic orientation is um not it's it's different from your sexual attraction in terms of what the attraction is, but m- I would say most people, their romantic and their sexual orientations are the same. Yeah. Um, myself included, but clearly within the ace community, I am a minority. Look at <laughs> so that's you fun. Go. We love being minorities within minorities. Um, <laughs> although I don't think there is a majority in the ace community. I think it's all just pluralities. Yeah, I think anyway. it's pretty split. Yeah. All the way. Um, but yeah, so that's romantic orientation. And we just kind of realized we hadn't talked that much about aromanticism. Mm-hmm. So we're doing that now. Yeah. And I feel like we've kind of mixed it in with a lot of things. Like when we talked about, like, I don't know, we talk about how you, like, don't want to get married and you don't want to date mm-hmm. people. And that goes mm-hmm. into aromanticism. But. Right. Like, we always just lump it with asexuality when it's really yeah. not, so. Well, because, like, earlier today I texted Kayla and I was like, what do we talk about? Like, I feel like we've talked about it all. And just, we have. Like, randomly just, in like, different episodes. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, we're kind of putting it all in one place and trying not to be too repetitive, I guess. Yeah. Um, Story of our lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I guess, I, I also think that um, part of the reason we maybe don't talk about uh, romantic orientation as much is because this could just be me projecting because <laughs> I, I, I like I feel more confident in what my sexual orientation is than what my romantic orientation is if that makes sense yeah um so it, I could totally be projecting but um it feels to me like there's kind of like a cleaner divide with knowing what is and isn't sexual attraction versus what isn't isn't romantic attraction yeah and so it's just easier to talk about sexual orientation. Yeah, because I think it it's easy for romantic orientation to get blurry with just, like, being mm-hmm. platonic or, like, mm-hmm. having friends. And mm-hmm. then you have, like, squishes and then you're like, what right. am I? And I think that's why, you know, that's total... Okay, I just realized a thing. So... Ooh, a revelation. Ace Umbrella... You know, there are so many different identities that are, like, kind of specific. But if I'm thinking about it, I feel like there are definitely 
more that have to do with romantic orientation than have to do with sexual orientation. And granted, you can take the prefix from any romantic orientation and just throw it onto sexual orientation, too. Um, But you don't usually hear them that way. Like, when you hear people talking about being, like, gray romantic, obviously there there are a lot of people... That are gray sexual, but I think like if you're if you want to get into get in a little deeper with like you know WTF romantic, which is also called quiet romantic, um, which for those of you who haven't heard the episode where we talk about this, that's basically when like you can't tell the difference necessarily between romantic and platonic mm-hmm. attraction, like you can't tell what you're feeling, which I mean I think a lot of people experience in life, yeah. But they usually come to a conclusion. Yeah. Um, and people who identify as that have a lot more trouble doing that. Yeah. Um, and, like, there are a lot of kind of, like, really specific things that have to do with romantic orientation. And I think that is because it's just harder to to figure out. And so people, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to define. And it's also, I think, why... Part of the reason why all of these terms are in the ace community and not really elsewhere is because, like, we... I don't know how to... I have a thought in it. You know how, like, there's, like, the front of your brain and the back of your brain? Yeah, it doesn't and, like, look like that, sir. Okay, but this... Bear with me. <laughs> and, like, if it's in the front of your brain, you're, like... You can, like, think it and make it come out of your mouth. But if it's in the back of the brain, like, the front of your brain knows it's there. That's but not how that works, but... I'm being... It's like you're conscious and unconscious. Yeah, it, it is kind of like that. It is that. Oh, shh. I'm a Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, where was I going with this? Oh, um, these terms are kind of really specific to the ace community, I think, because we think a lot about the way we experience attraction in the Mm. way that other parts of the community don't, even people within the queer community. Because, you know, if you're gay and you're, you're experiencing this attraction that isn't necessarily the norm, it isn't the standard, it's not necessarily socially accepted in the same way that straightness is, but what you're feeling is like... It's the same as what straight people feel. Yeah. It's just towards a different gender. Whereas, yeah, I think like sexual attraction and romantic attraction are rather universal things. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone talks about them. They're everywhere, you know, in mm-hmm. movies and songs and everything. And mm-hmm. so to be completely like out of that, it yeah. kind of like you have to think about it a you lot. You have to think about it. Yeah. And I, I think like if you're... You know, it's the difference between, like, who you're attracted to being different than this, than, than the norm. Yeah. Or not even the norm, but, you know, like, the the cultural norm. Mm-hmm. Um, versus how you're attracted being different from the cultural norm. You have to think about it differently. Yeah, I would say, like, if you were going to make a flowchart and the top said attraction, and then it said yes and no, and then the yes one branched off into, like, who but like <laughs> yeah. the yes and no are completely separate branches that are just like yeah you know? yeah and that's it's definitely really tied to um you know the community not 
being as familiar or as accepting with the ace community Mm -hmm. where they don't ask that first question of attraction yes or no they assume the answer is yes and it automatically goes into who rather than how yeah um we love a flow chart (laughs) make that flow chart could someone get on there incredible but yeah, and so I think I think that's something that the ace community has had to face or has chosen to face that other communities haven't, which is probably why the yeah. divide is is as it is in this community and why I feel the need to specify that I'm both. Um, but then here, the thing is, is when... Oh, my roommates just got home. An announcement to our listeners... I we just had to pause because my roommates got home and I knew it was gonna make noise, so we had to pause. But then I completely forgot what I was saying. Yep. And now we just don't know. And I don't even think I started the thought really, so it's lost to the void. So sorry about that. But when I go back and edit it, we'll uh, find out. <laughs> we'll find out. So yeah. Cool. Um, maybe I'll think of it like in ten minutes. That happens sometimes. Um. I guess, oh, I just, it was just at the tip of my tongue. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, whatever. Um, I Here's the thing that I don't think you're prepared for, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Oh, tea. Um, like, it's not really a question at you, but, like, are there any things that, like, you don't get about, like, aromanticism as a person who's not aromantic? Um... Is there anything that you think sounds fake but okay? <laughs> well, I think I think at this before we started this podcast, before we started talking about this like weekly, there were things that I didn't really understand. Kayla. Yeah. I just remembered. Oh, T. Okay, what is I'm it? I'm going to say it before I forget. Remember what you were saying. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> so because the community differentiates, um when I explain my sexuality to other people who are not in the community it's a fucking ride because not only do you have to explain what asexuality is because nine times out of ten they don't understand um and they're like are you a plant and i'm like it's it's not a funny joke (laughs) like go home i don't photosynthesize i eat fucking chicken Oh. Actually, I had pork for dinner. Anyway. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, like, you have to explain both, yeah. and then their mind gets totally fucked. Ha ha ha. Is podcast. No. Um, <laughs> their mind gets totally fucked when they, because they, they usually don't know there's a difference. Yeah. And so then you have to explain that whole thing, and it's like, God, I'm so sick of explaining that's like I'm, gl- I'm, I'm glad to do it for you know. I, I like, I, I like to contribute to a wealth of understanding. But like I was, as I was like thinking about this episode a couple days ago, I literally just like started ranting in my own head about how like, like I just get so sick of explaining things. Yeah, and it's like, why can't you just let me sit here and be a human and not have to think about it all the time? But yeah. you know, that's a topic for a whole other podcast. I could probably go on for forty five minutes about it. Um, I actually think I put it on the list. So you know, <laughs> well, you that go. was just a nice little sneak peek for you. Um, but yeah, like even even other queer people, you have to explain the difference. Yeah. And it's like you're, it's not even like within the queer community. You can just say it, and people will understand because they won't. <laughs> Yeah, like I've seen, um, I've seen people joke about like, oh, gonna come out to someone getting ready with my like fifty powerpoints. 
Cause... Yeah. Oh, legitimately. Yeah. Like when. <laughs> so like I didn't really come out to my parents. You I just. Saw. Yeah. My sister had to help them figure it out because they over their heads. Um, but like once I got home from Germany, because you know everyone comes out when they're across the ocean for most of the people I know. Um, that's the most Sarah thing I've ever done. Um, and, and, like, my mom, like, she was very good about it, but she just, like, didn't understand any of it. And so I had to sit down with her for, like, 45 minutes and, like, explain it. And, like, even then, there were still things she didn't get. And, like, I directed her towards, um, those videos by Mm. that person who... I, once again, I don't remember if they still go by the name of Ashley, so I'm very sorry if they don't still go by that name. Um, but that person who, I've talked about those videos before, and I was like, here are a lot of resources that will re-explain slash explain better what I just tried to explain. (sighs) There's so much to learn. And for some reason, I have to teach all of it. (laughs) You don't have to. I mean, I don't have to, but you know, I, I want to contribute to understanding, but it's tiring. Um... Anyway, now that I remembered that after forgetting it for five minutes, jumping back to what you were saying about at questions not getting things about aromanticism at the beginning, you yeah. something. So I think now, like, I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of it. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I don't relate to it, obviously, but, like, mm-hmm. I get it. But I think something I hear from a lot of people when I explain it, and I was just talking to someone about it the other day, and, like, the first thing that they said was, like, I just can't imagine, like, not wanting to, like, be with someone for the rest of my life. Like, that seems so lonely. And I had mm-hmm. to, like, explain to them, like, you know. Don't be a hoe. Don't. <laughs> first of all, don't be a hoe. <laughs> Um, but, like, you know, you have friends that are going to be there your whole life, and, like, it's not just your significant other that's there, and, like, I've heard, I've had people say, like, they think, they, like, assume that aromantic people don't value any relationships, and I'm like, no. Right, because I I think, I think the thing about the difference between aromanticism and uh, being asexual, um, when, when other people look in on it, is I think... Other people can get not wanting sex. I think that's yeah. a thing that people, even if they can't, um, even if they can't necessarily understand how it would feel for themselves, they can understand how someone yeah. might not want that. I think people wrapping their heads around someone not feeling romantic attraction is much, much harder because as much as, you know, sex is pervasive in our culture, it's still a little bit taboo. Yeah, romantic stuff is not taboo and it's very pervasive. I just I think that a lot of people, um, when they hear romantic attraction, they automatically think like love, and then they yeah. the only kind of love they think of is like romantic love. So they mm-hmm. think, okay, if you're aromantic, you don't love anyone. When it's like, right. no, like and there's also, other kinds of love, right? And I also think that in adulthood. You know, when you're a kid, when you're young, when you're growing up, even when you're in college, people, they see the value in platonic relationships, I think. But I Mm -hmm. think once you're, quote-unquote, in the real world, and, you know, the mindset kind of shifts and it changes to where people are like, okay, uh, most important thing, most fulfilling thing is your romantic relationship and getting married. 
And then platonic relationships are like, you know, okay, whatever, you get drinks after work, but like, yeah. you know, you'll do it once a month, you know? And then the, the next time that platonic love is important is when you have kids. Yep. And so it's just like, there's this disconnect between once you're out of college or once you're out of your mid-20s, even your late-20s, but, you know, or around by the time you're hitting 30, mm-hmm. like, re- like platonic relationships with people your age are suddenly just not a thing anymore to a lot of people. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think it's necessarily intentional. No, I but, don't think it is either. But, but society treats it as if it's okay. And yeah. so even if people are doing it unintentionally, it... It's happening. Yep. So, you know, we love that. But, yeah, I think, like, that's something I understand now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you had asked me that, like, a year ago before we started this. Mm-hmm. Then, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, to me, again, it's just a thing where it's, like, whatever you feel is... It's hard to f- imagine feeling another way. Yeah. And I think for me, it's much easier to imagine feeling like other people because I've been bombarded with it since I was a child. So, yeah, you grew up watching other people feel that way. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, also just because, like, I'm a little bit less confident in being a romantic than I am being asexual. So it's like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know but, like, you said, like, Several episodes ago, how yeah. there's like one person that like held you back from identifying as Arrow. Yeah. If I like guessed who it was and I was right, would you tell me? I don't know. I don't really want you to guess. I'm afraid. <laughs> Can I? Maybe, but not right now. <laughs> Fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like think I'm right though. I feel okay. Like That's in my body. interesting. All right. Okay. Anyway. Um. <laughs> um. I was kind of at the end of the thought of a thought. I think. What? I said I was kind of at the end of a thought, I think. So oh, I don't at really the end of a thought. I, I thought you said the fan of a thought, and I was like, who's no. this thought? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't want to. Um, oh, cool. Sweet, <laughs> yeah, but, um, oh, right. I wasn't at the end of a thought at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, I can sort of, uh, I can understand why people want romantic attraction, but when it's not something you know, it's, it's much, much harder to, to, to wrap your brain around, which I get and I sympathize with, but I don't think that's an excuse to not try and understand. Like, yeah. And I think, like, even though you get it, like, it doesn't make it not frustrating, because this is something yeah. you're dealing with, like, on a daily basis, and that's hard, and that's tiring. Exactly. And, you know, it all it all ties into that whole thing of, like, People who are of minority groups or minority identities or whatever, they have to be constantly facing it and constantly dealing with it and constantly explaining it. And so, like, also, like, you you hear people... Because, you know, a lot of times people in minority groups, they're like, I'm fucking sick of it. I'm sick of explaining myself all the time. I'm sick of fighting for myself all the time. Like, I just want to exist as a person, like I said, like, ten minutes ago. But, and then people in a place of more privilege are like, stop fucking complaining. Like, you don't have to if you don't want to. And I think, I think a lot of it has to do with, like, privilege in that, like, as a white person, I don't have to face my race all the time. Mm 
Mm-hmm. But as a woman, I have to face my gender all the time. And as an ace person, I have to face my sexuality all the time. And I'm constantly explaining it to people. And it's like you want to do that. And you want people to understand. And you want people to become more open-minded. But at the same time, it's like I don't want to have to do it. Because I yeah. want society to just fucking catch up already. Well, yeah, you want to do it like when you want to do it. Not because right. it's a necessity for like just living. Yeah, right. And I think especially with asexuality, people, like, okay, if someone, if you tell someone that you're pan, which, hold on, side note, a couple days ago from when we were recording this, uh, Brendan Urie came out as pan. Very exciting. My pansexual okay, son, I love I saw him. a tweet, though, that he's, like, said some nasty things. When, though? Was it, like, ten years ago? I don't know. I didn't read that far because I didn't want to know because I love yeah. it. Um, <laughs> Very problematic of me, but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's grown a lot as a person. Um, and I've I've kind of known for a long time that he was queer. I kind of thought he was bi. He is married to a woman, which is, like, yeah. proof that, it's- like, you can fucking do that and still be, you know, pan. But anyway, sorry. That was a tangent. I just love my tiny pants on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, like, if... If you tell someone you're pan and they don't know what that means, they have zero preconceptions about what that means. And they're just like, what the fuck? You're sexually attracted to pans? And you're like, fuck, no. Peter Pan only. Um, But (laughs) I understand that pan people aren't attracted to literally every person. All right. That's all. (laughs) Um, But, like, if you tell someone that you're asexual, they have this preconceived notion of, like, asexually reproducing plants. And, and they get very confused, and, like, they not only do you have to explain to them what it means, but you have to change their preconceived notion of what asexual means, and you have to expand yeah. it. Whereas yeah, It's hard, because it's, like, already a different word. Exactly. And so it's, like, if you're introducing a new word into their life, that's one thing. Um, and that's not to say it's easy, because a lot of people are, like, what the fuck is pansexual? What the fuck is the difference between bi and pan? Yeah. And then you have to explain them, like, gender's not binary. You know, it's yeah. a struggle. I totally understand that. But um, with asexuality, I mean, you have to completely uh, twist and shape and expand their view of yeah. something that they already think they understand. And then the, you get to the aromantic part and you're like, what? So. <laughs> Super <laughs> That's fun, fun all around. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's that. Um, yeah. Um, other than, like, having to explain things all the time, mm-hmm. what do you think is, like, the hardest part? Not to just make this the most nice <laughs> podcast ever. Um, what do yeah. you think is the hardest part of being Arrow? Yeah. And also, just, like, before I answer it, like, yeah, it's super fucking Debbie Downer. But also, like, it's important to recognize that, like, it's not all rainbows and fun times and like and i think the reason we do the podcast is so other people can like hear our experiences and hopefully like get something out of it that they might relate to right obviously we have some very specific situations (laughs) that people aren't going to relate to all the time but yeah so it's good to talk about stuff that maybe right and like you can accept your own sexuality and respect your own sexuality without loving it all the time which is important to know um it's like how i don't like you most of the time I know, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, same. At me or cool. at you? 
you'll never know which one. Um, oh, no. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's probably just, like, the constant bombardment of romantic shit in the media. And listen, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I don't dislike viewing romantic shit. Like, mm-hmm. I fucking read fanfic, I fucking write fanfic, like, you know, you know, like, um... I feel like compared to other people, I do definitely write a large quantity of, like, bro TPs. But I also write, like, romantic shit, and I just, yeah. you know, wing it. Um, but, <laughs> like, so it's it's not to say that I don't ever appreciate it, but I think it's just, like, the the idea... Like, I don't, I don't really like romantic movies that much. There are definitely a few exceptions that are, like, fantastic yeah. movies, but... I'm I'm not the person who's like I want to write I want to watch a rom com tonight I don't care which one it is like I just want to watch yeah. one like I I'm not like that because I I kind of hate the concept of being told that it's the only answer because it's just like society wants to remind you constantly that like you're not correct yeah and it's it's jamming that thought of romantic is number one in everyone else's heads and it's just like I want to just like shake them and be like you're wrong you can value romantic relationships but that's not the only kind of relationship you should be having and I like society just tells you that shit all the time and then you feel bad about not being romantically attracted to people and then you're like wow I'm sad so Um, have you heard the song um never been in love um by whomst let me look it up because it's not a big artist, but I saw mm-hmm. it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, I don't know if he's Arrow. Mm, mm, wait. I think I saw this on Twitter. Will J. Yeah, I didn't listen to it, but I believe I saw it. It's a bop. Would recommend. That's um, fun. I don't know if he's Arrow, but I know, like, after the same song came out, there was, like, a big push uh, for, like, I don't know, a bunch of a A bunch of Arrow people. A bunch of Arrow people were just like, yay, I like this song. And then you put out a statement and it was like, oh, I'm like so glad this means a lot to you guys, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that he's Arrow. Like, he didn't specifically yeah. say or anything. But, so that's Never Been In Love by Will J. Would recommend. I know we've done episodes before about, like, non-romantic songs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But speaking of media, I would recommend It's About. Heck yuck. Um, yeah. yeah. You know how, like, there's, like, that um, stereotypical image of, like, a girl who, like, is single just sitting, like, with an entire carton of ice cream and a spoon, <laughs> like, in front of the TV watching, yeah. like, Bridget Jones' diary. That's me, and, like, but, crying. like, no matter if I'm single <laughs> or not, you know, that's just a Tuesday. Just, like, any movie, just a lot of ice cream. Um, well, you don't have a carton, you have a tub of ice I cream. I do have a tub. It's gone um, now, though I ate it. Yeah, because you do that all the time. Anyway. <laughs> and yet you're still two inches wide. Rude. No, um, like, don't worry about it. But, like, you're still two inches wide. Anyway. Shut up. Um, anyway. anyway. Um, but, like, so, like, there's, like, that image of, like, a single, like, girl being sad about being single. And then there's me, like, sitting there, like, d- not doing the same thing, but, like, just like not not even judging her because I don't want to judge her life choices you know you do you girl but just kind of also sitting there watching that movie also just being really sad for wildly different reasons 
Yeah, like, you're also <laughs> there with your ice cream crying, but, like... Yeah. It's because you don't feel accepted, not because you feel single. Yeah, and it's also because I'm just like, oh, this well... This movie sucks. <laughs> I'll never have this, so I... And, you know, this yeah. movie is pushing the idea that, like, this is what you should strive for, and I'm... <laughs> it's tricking me, I'm falling into it, please help me, get me oh, out. <laughs> wow, all right. You know, yeah. Well, no, because, like, I mean, if you're, if you're watching something that's like that, no matter how logical your brain is about it, if it's good, it's gonna, like, suck you into that and make yeah. you think that. And that's why it's so pervasive, is because people started doing that and people started saying that. I mean, there are a lot of other reasons, but, like, you know, they started doing that and it, people, you know, got sucked into it and then they kept doing it because they were like, oh, well, this movie did well, so, yeah. um... Let's do another movie that's basically just Bridget. I've never seen Bridget Jones's Diary. <laughs> I've seen like the second one, I think. Bridget Jones's Baby. Yeah. Honestly, like I hate that even more. I don't like children. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> anyway, um, yep. it was a really long-winded way to answer that question, but you know, just killing time you. here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess, is there anything else you would want to say or ask or, I don't know, do? Um, here's the thing. Know. If I, okay, romantic orientation, whether that's aromantic or anything else, I think it's important that people understand that it is separate from sexual orientation. Yeah. Not for any, like, huge, like, it's so important to your life that you know this sort of thing. It's but, like, good but, to know. It's good to know because it's it's good to it helps you understand other people and it helps you understand yourself and yeah. like that might not be the most important thing on the planet but I think it is I think it is important in a lot of ways to just be like okay I understand what's going on and I accept what's going on and I feel woke about it. <laughs> well, I think like it could even help straight people to be able to parse that out. Because I think a lot of people, either are straight, get confused when they're in relationships. And they're like, what am I even feeling? Mm-hmm. And so just, like, knowing that there's two separate things, or, like, four oh, yeah. separate things, could just be, like, helpful. Yeah, for sure. So I think... Um, go ahead. Um, I would just say, like, so we're not repeating everything. Like, some good episodes to refer back to, I guess, if you want to mm-hmm. hear more on this, would be, like, the one we did on the four types of attraction. Mm-hmm. And... The one, it was, like, probably episode two or something, like, romantic versus platonic relationships. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was a very early episode, yeah. That was very early. It probably That was when the cows yeah. became a thing, because I had so much beef. Oh, you had so much beef. <laughs> I've got a lot of beef. And I just had pork today. <laughs> I know, right? I don't, I don't even eat beef. I've never eaten beef. I like beef. I don't um, actually know what beef tastes like. <laughs> you've eaten beef before, haven't you? Uh, I mean, I've eaten hot dogs. Oh, my but God. That's, that's, like, not, not beef. real. They say it's, like, all beef, but it's, like, that's it's that's not. hot dog beef, you know? Okay, anyway. I've never eaten proper beef, now. Continue. It's not relevant. Jesus. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> just, like, those couple episodes. Maybe, like, the QPR episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we will, on our Patreon, we'll, like, put those, if not the links, at least the episode numbers, but we don't know yeah. off the top of our head. Yes, um, you don't have to just, like, scroll through, but we're, like, on... <laughs> 50 almost now so you yeah know. we're getting it up there your girl Once doesn't we... remember i know we're like very close to our one year anniversary we are it's exciting it's like a month i think it's away. in august 
It's in August. It's definitely, it's, I mean, it depends on what we want to cut our anniversary because. Well, it, wouldn't it if be we, like if we, when our first episode came out? Right. We could say when our first episode came out or we could say when we first recorded our first episode because those were like three early. weeks apart. <laughs> I think it's so. going to be like when our first episode came out. Okay. Like, I can't believe we're turning one soon. I know. It's crazy. We're like, I mean, I still hate that age of child. Like, they're oh, not I found, okay I know the episode three. numbers for things now. Oh, what are they? I feel like them. So, episode two was romantic and platonic relationships. Here, baby us who didn't know how to pod. <laughs> um, <laughs> episode five, is, uh, five was QPRs. So much baby us. Um, and episode nine was different types of attraction. Wow, those are all really old. <laughs> okay. Those, they are very old. They are very yeah. early on. Yeah. Let's see. Our first episode was, oh my god, it's this month, July 31st, it came out. Oh, shit. Was oh. it real? That's not true. It is true. I got home on the 29th. I'm sorry, but it was posted on the 31st. That's not, that fake. Sounds fake, but not okay. Um, it was posted July 31st, 2017. That is totally fake. It's not. not true. But, okay. It's not true. Sarah, I don't know what to tell you. We did not record a podcast the day after I got home from Germany. Okay, anyway. We might have. I don't know. We, we really might have. Okay, moving forward. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I think just, like, educating people about the difference between the types of attraction, it's not going to necessarily... I mean, it might change your life. <laughs> it's not going to necessarily, like, change everything about your world, but I do think it's important to understand so that we can understand each other better and we can just yeah. be like, you know what? Cool. Chill. And even, even even if you think both of your orientations are the same, like, fucking think about it, man. Maybe they're not the same. Maybe they are. Either Maybe way, it's good to be educated. About your life. Question everything. Because <laughs> that's fun. Question everything to the point where you have an existential crisis. Um, yes. Yeah, that's what, that's what we really encourage on this pod, because me and Kayla are constantly having existential crises. crises. Yeah, when, am I, when am I not? I know, honestly. Um, but yeah. Um... We hope that maybe this episode was, uh, I don't know, something. Um, <laughs> I, I hope you maybe learned something about something, or if you didn't, maybe you were reminded of something, or if not, or okay, we just, get it, you're smarter than us, okay? Or you were just entertained by how dumb we are, you know? Uh, yeah, we're pretty dumb. I can hear the Office theme song from Through the Wall, and boy, is that a joyous sound. I think the theme song is better than the show. Anyway, hot oh take. Okay. Anyway, um... <laughs> moving forward um yeah because i we did realize that it's something that we kind of gloss over a lot even though i am arrow um or so we think um <laughs> but yeah i i think it's it's i'm glad we talked about it even though yeah. i had no idea what to say and we we winged most of it but let's be real we usually do that sorry guys very professional <laughs> um but yeah that was this pod uh what's our poll Oh, shoot. I know. I almost forgot to say that. <laughs> oh, dicks. I don't want dicks. Me either, but, like, um, here we are. <laughs> um, here, here's a thing, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, I don't want to, like, toot our own horn and make it seem like we're changing people's lives, but, like, before encountering this pod, or even, I guess, before encountering... I don't, I don't know what other milestone we could give before encountering this pod like did you know there was a difference between different types of traction yeah or not not even it, it doesn't necessarily have to be this pod but like before encountering 
I don't know. I don't. I don't even know why they would know that before encountering the Ace community. Like that's literally how ingrained it is in Ace culture. Yeah, it's like I don't know where else you'd learn about that. Truly. Yeah. Um. So let's fucking toot our own horns. <laughs> Recently, I've heard the term. You're gonna hate this. Not oh, no. suck my own nipple, which I oh, think I is the that. funniest thing. Oh, hold on. I have one last thing. Oh, tea. It's not related at all, but it makes me so angry. Okay, not so angry, but, like, marginally annoyed. Um, you know, like, the meme recently that's been, like, big dick energy? Yeah. I hate it. Because here's the thing about big dick energy. I get what you're trying to convey. I get it. I understand the meaning, the the implicit meaning of that statement. However, big dick energy being good and little dick or small dick or whatever you call it, energy being bad really links like people's personal worth in their ability to do sex good okay but also sarah it's not about the size of the boat it's the motion of the ocean okay but but the point of that (laughs) meme is to say it's about the size of the boat kayla I know that. I think you might be reading too much into it. Because you realize this I was, am. Like, the meme started with, like, Pete Davidson, right? Yeah. I know. So, like, I'm I fully aware. I'm definitely it. reading too much into it. That doesn't mean I'm not annoyed by it. That's like me saying chess is sexist, which sometimes I say to get an argument What What is people. sexist? Chess. Chess. <laughs> sometimes I get in arguments with people about that just for fun. Just for fun? Good. Yeah, it's um, a good one. No, I just don't like it because it 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 connects having a big dick to being like a powerful person. I know, and that's like also a little like rem- reminds me a bit of of our our lovely rape culture. I don't know. Anyway, that's my beef for the day. Well, You're we welcome. Start, we should start doing a segment of beef, beef, of beef. for the day. No beef for the week. <gasps> beef for the week. Oh, Kayla, what's your it? beef of the week? Ooh, what's my beef of the week? What Should it? we do this at the beginning of the? We should do it at the end. We have to make people listen at the end. No one does. That's, no one does. Um, ooh, what's my beef of the week? Kayla oh, hasn't been. Kayla hasn't been feeding her cows, so she doesn't know. Um, my beef of the week is people that are just like they think they're so great. <laughs> That's <laughs> I, so fake. <laughs> no, I just like. Now that I'm, like, semi in the adult world, you, like, start working with people that, like, you know, they're, like, Mm higher-ups. Or they, like, think they're higher-ups. Or, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. People that are just, like, very self-important and, like, are condescending and are, like... They think they're hot shit and it's, like, you're 23, you get over yourself. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's my beef of the week. That's her beef of the week. Uh, We're gonna throw that beef on the grill and it's gonna sizzle. Oh, tea. <laughs> and we're going to drink tea while it's sizzling. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Well, that poll that we talked about like five minutes ago, you can find it on our Twitter at Pod. Um Also, because we've decided, okay, I've decided to start self-promoing us, you can find me and Kayla on Twitter at Castielli. That's at C-O-S-T-I-E-L-L-I-E. And at Kayla underscore Cass. That's at K-A-Y-L-A underscore K-A-S. I was doing that off the top of my head. Don't laugh at me. You um, Is it that hard to spell my name off the top of your head? I just, I'm not very good at uh, spelling things out loud. Okay. I'm good at spelling things on the paper, but not in the mouth. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's why it was really salty, because in middle school, like in homeroom, 
once a year, we just, like, do this thing where it was, like, it's a spelling bee, but, like, it's during homeroom, so you only have ten minutes. Be fast. Um, and I, I, I never did that well because I don't speak the words well, but I can put them on the thing. (laughs) I I say, I don't speak the words well, I say, as I have a podcast. Um, (laughs) anyway, yeah, you find us there. Don't, I was about to say stalk us, but, like, actually, like, maybe don't. Um, uh, we, whoa, what else do we have? We have a Tumblr, you can find us Tumblr. Did you even whoa. say what our Twitter is? Yeah, it's the first thing I said. Okay. Get over yourself. Okay. <laughs> we also have a Tumblr that's, uh, I forgot how Tumblrs work. It's soundsfakepod.tumblr.com. Uh, you can email us soundsfakepod at gmail.com. Um, send us cow pics. You know, we haven't gotten a cow pic in a while. No, we I'm have. I'm just saying. No, we have. It, so this when? past, this past week was cow appreciation week. And okay. someone sent us a gif of a cow. Wait, really? Did on I miss Twitter. that? Yeah, oh, it was on did. Twitter. Oh, no, I saw the one on Twitter. I just like them in emails. Like, okay, I appreciate one. your Twitter cows, but, like, emails just show, like, a lot of, like, you put some effort into sending us this cow, you know? Oh, my God. Don't be mean. But, like, but like, okay. but, like, by all means, send us Twitter cows, too. Like, I appreciate all that. Okay, anyway. Um, they have such big eyes. Okay. Um... Uh, whew. we also have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash soundsfakepod if you want to give us your cash money dollars uh, for this quality content. Um, uh, for our, we have patrons. These stupid, beautiful people give us money. Our $2 patrons are Sarah Jones and Keith McBlain. Our $5 patrons are Jennifer Smart, Estrita Venicota, Austin Lay, Drew Finney, and Perry Fierro. And our $10 patrons are Emma Fink, you can find her on YouTube by looking at Emma T. Fink, and Tristan Call, who would like to promote their friend, Rationally Paranoid, on DeviantArt and Tumblr. Um, thanks for listening, and tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. And until then, take good care of those cows.